You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. It's the last chance for you, last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last Indianapolis in the crib. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Clemson, South Carolina. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. What up? What up? Real Coach JB. Another Slap Dick Podcast chilling on the fine Friday. Two o'clock on the West Coast, five on the East. And everybody in here is from all over the damn place. From Florida to Rancho Cucamonga to NorCal to Spokane, Washington, Chicago, Silmar. Everybody's in the house. Appreciate everybody coming in on this Slap Dick Friday. Uh, brought to you by Manscaped. Use my promo code SLAPDICK. Get you 20% off and free shipping on manscaped.com. Make sure you go and get your ball shaved. Go get your nuts shaved. And uh, women, go out and buy your man some uh, ball toner and some ball lotion. And, you know, we're against sweaty balls and badussy. Talking to you ladies too. Badussy. Balls, dick, and pussy all tangled into one is Budussy. So make sure you guys know. Alan knows about that shit. He used to smell them motherfucking locker rooms every day. He knows I used to tell them motherfuckers to wash their damn ass. Can't be a grown man and not wash your ass. Come on, man. Men and women, it's even more disturbing if you don't wash your asses. Just a little tidbit, a little intro, get you guys going. Make sure you wash your ass using manscaped.com, 20% off. Promo code SLAPDICK, and get you some free shipping. It's Christmas season, 8 million sets of balls. Order Manscaped every day. So go be the second pair of balls getting ordered today. Um, Whoever orders some Manscaped, I'll... If you buy a bottle of whiskey, I'll sign the bottle. But you got to get Manscaped. So if you buy a bottle of whiskey, I can't give you no free bottle. So you got to, you're kind of fucked. You got to buy Manscaped and buy a bottle. But I'll sign it and ship it. I'll do that. I just thought of it right now. I'll do it all right now. Now, if there's 500 people, I'm fucked. But if you guys want it, holler at me. Manscaped.com, promo code SLAPDICK. Um, Chelsea in the house Hit the like button Become a member Subscribe today Make sure you hit the bell notification So you get a notification on when I'm on um, 20% off promo code SLAPDICK Make sure you're hitting it up Let me get rid of that banner now So Lots to discuss. Title of this show, Addition by Subtraction. Addition by Subtraction. Alan's in the show right now. He's heard me say it a lot to the team. Um, you know, I think I truly believe there is such a thing as addition by subtraction. It is when you cut a fuck stick or a shit bird and you get rid of their motherfucking ass. And I don't give a fuck how good he is. Um 
it is still addition by subtraction, in my opinion. Notre Dame just got, they just reaped the benefit of addition by subtraction in losing Brian Kelly and gaining the young brother they just hired, the D coordinator. They just, in my opinion, addition by subtraction worked out great for them. Did you see Brian Kelly trying to have a fucking, (laughs) trying to have a fucking Southern accent yesterday at a basketball game? And I'm looking at brothers in the stands and I'm like, holy fuck. They're looking at him like, you gotta be shitting me. You're so fake. It's a ridiculous. And Marcus Freeman taking that job at Notre Dame renewed energy right away. It started a new culture and a foundation that was obviously missing. And those kids only want, those kids want, they want a guy that wants them. They don't give a fuck. They don't want to play for your ass if you don't want them. And I would bet dollars to dimes the last game of the season when they played um, last week against Stanford. I bet you the team was playing solely for Marcus Freeman. And not Brian Kelly because I think the kids knew the deal, and it's a hard it's hard to find any kids nowadays. And a lot of cats call kids dumb, and they call them all these things. They ain't stupid. I'd say it all the time. Kids ain't dumb, and, and they're not stupid. They'll see right through your bullshit if you're fake, and if you're a fake fuck, they'll see right through you. And I think they saw through them. I think they knew something was up. But Marcus Freeman. Being the recruiter on that staff and having the heartbeat of the team, I believe held him in order. I've done that as an assistant myself, knowing that the team had lost faith in the head coach. I had to make sure, professionally speaking, though, that's that's the difference. A lot of cats nowadays will throw the head coach under the bus, right, wrong, or indifferent. Allen's going to try to become a coach. Uh, played for me. He's here on YouTube. And best thing I can tell him is, Understand protocol, understand professionalism in this profession because cats will throw you under the bus in a heartbeat. It is a dog-eat-dog world. But just to understand, have some damn integrity and make sure whether you you respect the coach, whether you like the coach, whether you appreciate the coach or not. He hired you. That's the all that matters. So I'm going to ride or die with that man or person until I leave or he leaves until we depart but I'm never gonna throw him under the bus talk shit to kids about him etc there's too much of that going on nowadays too much of that going on in the coaching profession and we got to make sure we separate ourselves from the kids and the coaches and I think that Marcus Freeman held that team intact even though the kids had lost faith in Brian Kelly I'm just look outside looking in thinking about it I know a receiver coach at Notre Dame good friend of mine and that's kind of what I take out of it from talking to a couple people. But it is what it is. Um, we'll see what happens, man, and how it, how it all unfolds here. Um, but also, though, all the hoorah and him breaking out the door today, talking about Marcus Freeman, him coming in the uh, you know to to greet the team, and the team shows this whole uh, you know love for him. Also, understand something. Those kids still got to go out there and play. And they got to perform against other scholarship players who are also trying to go to the NFL, who are also trying to earn their little 
bag. And just understand that. So all the hoopla is good now on social media, but it don't mean shit unless you can win and you really turn that thing around. And Notre Dame, as pretty as it looks on the outside, it's not a very... Uh, it's a very hard school to win at, in my opinion. But I think you can win at any Division One Power Five school in the country as long as it's the right fit, right coach, etc. I think you can win anywhere. So I, I think you can win at Notre Dame. Um, I just don't think Brian Kelly had enough good players to get over the SEC talent. Um, so that's just what it is, uh, in my opinion. But anyway, title of the show: Addition by Subtraction. Um. Quote of the day, you see a person's true colors when you are no longer beneficial to their life. When you are no longer beneficial to them and what they need, you'll see their colors. Look at A.B. and his chef. His chef, boy, R.D. Fucked him, didn't he? (laughs) This is the problem. A.B. didn't pay the motherfucker, man. So guess what? He was no longer beneficial to his life. And guess what? That motherfucker threw him under the bus. He said, your bitch ass don't have no motherfucking, uh, you don't have no fucking uh, loyalty. You didn't pay me. And I know you use a fake motherfucking vaccination card. I'm turning your bitch ass in. Well, coach, what's the difference between him and Aaron Rodgers? Well, here's the difference. The difference is Aaron Rodgers lied to the public and the people. He didn't lie to Roger Goodell and the NFL. He never said anything to them, and it wasn't a. It's a. It's not a fucking mandate in the NFL like it is in the NBA. But in Tampa Bay, you needed vaccinated, and he lied. Now, I kind of still think it's chicken shit, even though I think AB is a epitome of a shitbird. I know his dad actually his dad was a juco coach in Kansas so I know it's it's funny man it's fucked up because juco took a little black eye yesterday and I'm always going to keep it real and and I hate that that it happened but two juco kids yesterday got cracked for the vaccination as well John Franklin and uh Mike Edwards both juco cats um you know Juco cats, man, it's just it's one of those deals. You know, we're luxury to fi- finally make it and get out of the grime and get to the league like so many of us have. Um, from Aaron Rodgers, Chad Johnson, Steve Smith, Cam Newton, uh, Mike Edwards, J.C. Jackson, who's balling in the NFL for the Patriots. You know, John Franklin. Um, you know, there's so many. Lonnie Johnson. Um, so many. Juco kids that make it, um, I think 28% of the NFL at one point was Juco. But a lot of us still cut corners our whole lives, and we're used to that. And nobody's taught us different, and we continue to do so. And so uh, we got to be better, man. We got to be better. It is what it is, but we got to be better. Um, Addition by subtraction. I'm just, it is what it is. I believe... Cutting A.B. would be addition by subtraction. I believe they've done something that we're not knowing about because there's no way that A.B.'s been out this fucking long if it wasn't something bigger than that. Bruce Arians came out and said, I'm actually pissed off about this whole vaccination thing. He has a few players on the team that's done the whole vaccination thing. Three of them. 
He's pissed, he said. I wouldn't be surprised if he cuts bait with them, especially the younger ones. A.B. continues to do shit over and over and over and expect a different result. True definition of insanity. He is uh, a true shit bird. He's gotten chance after chance after chance. And it just blows my mind that the NFL continues to endorse cats like him and Kareem Hunt and all these other motherfuckers that hit women and beat women and all this shit. They continue to have jobs. Um... And it just gets swept under. Nobody cares no more. If you help teams win, it is what it is, right? I wish they'd flip coin the shit and go on the other side of shit and stop the whole cancel culture shit then. You can't have best of both worlds, dog. You can't fucking be canceling motherfuckers that are real. Myself, Chris, uh, Dave Chappelle, fucking... uh, Bill Burr, all these motherfuckers are trying to get get canceled, but then you give all these other motherfuckers third and fourth and fifth chances. It's oxymoron, dog, to me. Uh, who's Brittany Renner? I don't know who that is. I, I didn't I, I didn't hear about it. My Instagram's down. Obviously, they deleted me. So anybody out there knows how to get Instagram back, holler at me. If not, fuck it. I don't really care. Fuck it. it to me, it's like God telling me, fuck it, get off it. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. Is that what happened to Steve Adazio? He got he got fired for yelling at a janitor? No way. Don't tell me that. Um, again, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. YouTube's growing here and there. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee show was this morning. Uh, me, him, and uh, Darius Butler was on there talking a little ball. Dallas Cowboys to me are a wreck. Uh, haven't I'm not you know I'm just going a little bit into this thing. Um, they've digressed. Kellen Moore has shown some true colors. Um, you see a person's true colors when you're no longer beneficial to their life. That's the quote of the day, right? Well, you. <laughs> Zeke Elliott is no longer beneficial to his life. That motherfucker was motioning him out and throwing him slants on a hobbled knee. You saw the true colors of Kellen Moore last night. He was like, fuck you, Zeke Elliott. I'm throwing you slants against the best corner for the Saints. (laughs) That shit was horrible. What are you doing? I mean, dog, coaching's overrated. Players win games, coaches lose games. I keep trying to tell you guys that shit, but nobody believes me. Oh, he's the best. No, he's not. His best player believed in him and ran through a fucking wall. That's what happened. Zeke Elliott should not be at receiver. Plus, the play, this is how bad refs are. We call this targeting. We call this bullshit roughing the passer calls, but it was an illegal formation on that play. Zeke Elliott was covering up the tight end. I put it on social media last night on Twitter. He was covering up the tight end. The play should have been a fucking illegal procedure, uh, illegal formation call. And yet they ran, him and the receiver ran two routes at the same time, illegal on the same side. The outside receiver covering the tight end. And nothing was called. And it looked amateur hour. Like, I'm like, damn, this is shit happens in high school JUCO. Like, I, a referee missing that call? Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, 
I don't know, man. It's uh, they have de- definitely digressed. Taysom Hill is the most overrated football player in my generation. Baker Mayfield's the overrated quarterback. Carson Wentz is second most overrated quarterback. Taysom Hill is the most overrated, highest paid player I've ever seen in my entire life. Taysom Hill should not be playing quarterback in nobody's league. He is as stiff as a fucking porn dick and cannot deliver the football efficiently enough in the NFL or even at a major college, in my opinion. He's an athletic, decent dude, but what is he? How does he keep getting so much money? He has to have pictures of Sean Payton fucking somebody. Uh, Dog, it has to be. I love Sean Payton, dog, but he either has to have the fucking the owner, his wife. I think his wife passed him, rest in peace, or he'd pass. I'm not sure. Uh, he has to have dirt on somebody, dog. And I hate to say that as a cliche. That is some real shit. He has to have dirt on these motherfuckers. There's no way this motherfucker keeps signing $100 million contracts. He keeps signing $100 million contract. Allen, have you ever seen a quarterback in the NFL with their sleeves rolled all the way up under their shit? Like... He's a linebacker. He looks like an old school linebacker. Like he should be a linebacker on the on the old school movie program. Like that motherfucker is not a quarterback, dog. Did you see all the face mask uh, bruises on his arms and shit last night? Like he looks like a nitty gritty old school football player, Allen. I agree with you, but he ain't no quarterback. And <laughs> you know the only reason, Allen, he does. Decent when he runs the football is because the NFL is so ingrained and trained to defend the football field as in the NFL, meaning this. They're defending the football field as a real quarterback is in the game for the opposing team. That means they're dropping to their quarters coverages. They're dropping to their lanes. They're trying to reroute receivers. They're trying to play NFL coverage and, and defense now, stay in their lanes in the rush game. But what they forget about is these quarterbacks that are these hybrid type of cats that now they got to adjust and now they got to switch it up again. And then they got to deal with an Taysom Hill type of cat who will scramble and get him 15, 20, 30 yards here and there. He'll hurdle a guy. So like I said, he's an athletic kid, but he's just he's so stiff at quarterback. Like he doesn't even look comfortable. He can't throw the football. Then he gets hurt. And I don't know why they didn't make a change. Put him back at slot. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know how much money. I don't know why he's getting so much money, but holy shit, dog. Taysom Hill is another motherfucker to me. And you know, Alan, hate to bring up color and race, but you know I will. I'm curious to know if Taysom Hill gets more love at quarterback than, say, a... Uh, like a rookie Lamar Jackson who also struggles throwing the football and can't throw the football. And I don't see Taysom Hill taking enough heat for not being able to throw the football. I give Lamar Jackson shit all the time because he can't throw the ball accurately on time. Taysom Hill is worse than Lamar Jackson. and ain't even close. 
What does Taysom Hill throw the throw well? <laughs> he throws a fucking ball over the center. That's the only ball he can throw to a tight end or a slot receiver or a fucking rail seam ball that he threw to the tight end last night. And he almost missed. He 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 uh, he fucked up the ball, the deep ball, or that would have been a touchdown. But I don't know. Lamar can't throw Prince. Sorry. Don't try to convince me. If you haven't even watched my shows before, I've already broke Lamar down, okay? NFL standards, Lamar Jackson cannot throw. If Lamar Jackson came to your house and you and him played catch in the backyard, you could say he could throw. He cannot throw in the NFL, though, as an NFL quarterback being elite. He can make throws using his feet, to wide open receivers, Hollywood Brown, who runs 4-3, who beats a guy because Lamar saved the day with his feet. Yes. If you say that's good throwing, so be it. I'm not going to get into an argument about it. We've already broke them down. I haven't been too wrong with quarterbacks in my entire life ever. So, Prince, show us your resume, and then we'll discuss it further. If not, you're going to have to shut the fuck up on this one. So, addition by subtraction. Um... This motherfucker said 4K. I got somebody that just said he would get my Instagram back for $4,000. I'm sending him a DM right now. He said $4,000 to get my Instagram back. <laughs> I said, I'm good. Fuck them, then. I'll just sue Instagram. I said, fuck them. I appreciate you, dog, but I ain't no... You think I'm boo-boo the fool or a sucker or a blow pop? Shit. I'll be damned if I give someone $4,000. I don't know. You motherfuckers out there, please don't do no dumb shit for these type of cats that offered to fix your shit. Fix my shit first, and then let me see it, and then we'll talk, and then ban my shit again, and then I'll talk about paying. That way I know you're legit. Shit. $4,000. Instagram, y'all can have my shit. <laughs> Instagram can have my shit. I don't give a fuck. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, is also an average thrower of the football, but he is a nutty gutter winner, nutty gutter, gutted winner who continues to win games wherever he goes at a fucked up in a he's always in a fucked up predicament. He always has to take over a season for somebody. He always has to fucking help save the day for somebody. And, uh, you know, is what it is, man. Addition by subtraction, Brian Kelly is an addition by subtraction leaving Notre Dame. Just telling you. Um, 
Um, anyway, Brian Kelly's done nothing in Division One. I'm just telling you. He won at Cincinnati. Whoop-de-whoop. What'd he win? He won at Notre Dame. He wins 10 games. Yay. To do what? Get drug in the fucking playoffs? See, that's what I don't get. There's only a few guys that win actual natties. Isn't that what they're supposed to be judged on, winning a natty? I don't know. But if players nowadays, see, people think oh, he's still going to win at LSU. Before I go on to the show, see, I don't believe he is this time around because the times have changed with social media. The times have changed with kids talking to kids on different teams. The times have changed where all these kids throw seven on seven together and are together throughout the country more now than ever. And they talk more than ever. Social media, DMs, Instagram, Snapchat, all all that shit. You can't sit here and tell me that Notre Dame players are not sitting there telling LSU kids or recruits that this motherfucker's shady and he's fake as a $3 bill. So please understand and think about that. I don't think LSU's going to do what Ed O did. At least Ed Ogeron is a recruiter. Kids like to play for him. LSU, who are they going to beat out in recruiting? They're going to beat Georgia? They're going to beat Alabama? They're going to beat a- A&M? Fuck no. They're not going to beat any three of those teams out in recruiting. And they probably won't recruit out-recruit Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin no more. And they may not out-recruit Kentucky right now. So, the LSU... Doug, if you haven't noticed, back in the day, nobody was out-recruiting Florida State, Miami, Nebraska, Colorado, USC. These were places that would never get out-recruited. Have you heard of the teams I just mentioned? Dog, those teams are irrelevant. And... That is shortly going to happen with some other big-name schools. You'll see. I told you this shit is going to implode. This transfer portal shit is going to implode and explode and make make college football a lot of places irrelevant, and it's only going to allow the top dogs to succeed. You're going to see the same teams every single year, which everybody bitches about. So... Yeah, he had to, you know, you know, you know, that's, uh, you know, Alan, Ryan Held and Scott Frost are best friends, dog. They played at Nebraska together. Um, so, you know, it, he had to do it to save his own job. So that's really what happened. Um, so I talked to Ryan uh, a few weeks ago, but it is what it is. Jesse Moore, Torrance in the house. What up? Um, yeah, you know, the teams change and, and, and landscapes change, man. You know what I'm saying? Look at Kentucky. They're on the rise. Ole Miss is on the rise. Ten win, first 10 win season in Ole Miss history. Lane Kiffin brought to them. I mean, I only think Ole Miss is going to get better, uh, with recruits. Bama continues to have to fucking, you know, stay on top. Georgia now is there. Depends if Georgia can beat Alabama and, and Kirby Smart has yet to beat Saban. So until that happens, it's still going to be, I think Georgia's going to play tight this weekend because of the fact that they've never beat Bama. Bama is still like a god when they walk into this game tomorrow. I'm just telling you, those kids still have to get over that hump. 
Now, maybe this is the Georgia team. I don't know. I'm picking Bama to cover six and a half. I think Saban, uh, with what he's going to do coaching-wise, and I think Bryce Young balls, because if he does ball, I think he wins the Heisman if he beats Georgia. If he doesn't, then I still think the Heisman's wide open, and uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. But... Addition by subtraction, man. Um, <laughs> have you guys heard about... So I just did a whole thing on the transfer portal last on Wednesday. But it continues to get worse. There's 494 kids and counting that has entered the portal since the college season ended a week and a half ago. All right. And that number is just going to rise. So... We already know how I feel about the transfer portal. The issue is it's becoming so bad now where did you hear about the former starting quarterback at Montana State who I guess has not played well lately, got his job snatched and his time his reps taken. He entered the transfer portal with a nice old fucking pretty decommit tweet. Did you guys know that if you put decommit on your text have you guys ever tried to text decommit to anybody? You should do it. All you guys should try to text decommit. Text it and see if it doesn't auto check you. And then when you hit find me the spelling, see what it does. It only gives you recommit. Only tells you recommit. Decommit is not a real word. I'm trying to tell you guys. It is a made up word. And you guys don't understand that shit. It is a made up word. And it is not a fucking real term. Commitment is a real word. But decommitment is not. So, can I decommit? Well, I'm not married, but I think, uh, Lucy, you're married. Can you decommit from your husband? <laughs> can you decommit from him right now? Or you just have to get a divorce, right? And divorce rates are higher than ever right now. First of all, the pandemic probably helped that out, right? Everyone's sitting in their house looking at each other. But... The second part of it is, Joey, You said, that sounds funny for me to teach English at, at Independence, but dog, ask Alan if it, if it was true. <laughs> ask Alan about our English teacher at, 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 at Independence. One of them worked at McDonald's on the side. So my players could not go see her in her office hours like a normal college because this bitch worked at fucking McDonald's. So my players would go to the drive-thru and come to practice and be like, hey, uh, Mrs. Uh, whatever her fucking name was, I forgot. But she was one of the bitches that snitched on me and tried to get me out of there. She, um, she worked at McDonald's, dog. So I, I told the president, I said, you know our English teachers works at fucking McDonald's, right? So, see, when I do my own story on how Netflix depicted me and I tell the real when I do, who knows? I might sue Netflix, too. You're going to hear some real shit and be like, what the fuck? 
what'd you really have to go through with that motherfucker? Because Netflix don't show the real shit. I mean, they do, but they don't. They twist and massage that shit. Yeah, man, my English teacher was fucking working at McDonald's. And she was a fucking cunt. So I'm just telling you. Anyway. Um, Miss Pinkert. Oh, man, I'm sorry, but she was about as fake as a motherfucking $3 bill. Any sister that cannot cook is horribly fake. Just remember that. If you ever meet a sister who can't cook, like can't fry chicken or can't. And now nah, this ain't no racist shit. Ask Alan. She ain't no. She can't cook, dog. It's horrible. She fucks up fried chicken. She fucks up greens. She fucked up macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. I'm like, homie, you can't be no sister and can't fucking cook. But it is what it is. She was a fake motherfucker. Wonder why you didn't see her on the second year? This will be in my documentary, too. Because she only passed the kids you saw on film. She failed all my other fucking players. But I wouldn't put nobody in her fucking class after that. And so guess what? They stopped filming her ass because no kids were in that motherfucker. Alan knew. She probably tried to hit Alan. She probably wanted to smash Alan. Oh, Alan said he went to Walmart. Shit. Hey. She used to cook for Emmett, Alan. Shit. I fuck with Emmett all the time. She used to fuck with Emmett all the time. (laughs) She used to cook for Emmett all the time. Ask Emmett how good her food was. Shit. That shit was garbage. Anyway, a Montana State player entered the portal... And just so everybody out there knows, Montana State is entering the FCS playoffs. They're in the fucking playoffs. They're in the playoffs in the FCS. You left your team in the playoffs. Now, dog, that is a true issue that we're having in society. You can't even stick out. Your committed obligation when you signed a scholarship and you just told, see, this is the problem. If I was your teammate and you decommitted from me and my team during a fucking playoff run, dog, we probably going to scrap. I'm just going to be real with you. And I probably disowned you on the spot and I probably will never fuck with you in life again. That's the difference between my shit and your all shit now. It has changed catastrophically dog we used to defend the team when we played when i played high school football like the team was first if you were fucking up and the coach had to get pissed at you and ran us we came on your ass that ain't no more dog that ain't no more cats is dapping each other up now talking about it's all good Dog, that's what. That's the problem. We're not policing each other no more. See, the kids don't hold each other responsible. And the coaches don't hold themselves accountable anymore. 
that's just it's gone. It's out the window. See, if the coach is accountable for everything, which he is, right? The head coach is accountable for every single fucking thing, period, in the program. So if your coach was but fucking little kids in your Penn State locker room, guess who's responsible or who's accountable? Joe Paterno. You could say you didn't know all the fuck you want. I find it hard to believe. Alan, is there anything that I didn't know that went on at Indy? I used to have young coaches come in and be scared to tell me some shit, right? And I'm just sitting there listening. And I'm like, hey, what's up? And then I'm like, they tell me, right? But they only tell me half of it. The other half, I already knew. And I'm like, so what happened with... uh, what happened in the dorm last night, though? Why was the girl in uh, old boy's room? Oh, I used to have coaches all the time try to protect their kids. Now, see, the people don't know when you're a coach, you kind of want that. Because, Alan, you know how I knew everything? Because, first of all, you know, I'm that motherfucker, number one. Number two, I'm just fuck with you. But number two, if, dog, it's my job. That's the number one thing. Alan, if a cat calls me at three in the morning, and says one of y'all died in the dorm or a cat got arrested or got shot. I've been there, done that. I've had kids get shot on my watch in Compton as a JUCO coach and as a player. So when I played, I had teammates get killed. And I'm like, dog, it's just a natural reaction to understand how to figure shit out. And I'm going to go find out how to do everything there is. And I'm going to make sure I had, Alan, I had snitches everywhere. Walmart, all the hamburger spots, all the drive-ins. I had speed dial on everything. Manager calls me, coach, your kid's in the drive through disrespecting. You know where I was at. Wow. Brought that motherfucker in office, motherfucked him, either cut you or got rid of you. Because if you can't respect the lady in the drive through and you're going to Litter in the drive-thru or throw shit in the drive-thru or whatever. Dog, you can't play for me. And what happened was Netflix became so powerful with the kids and the audience, which was the dorm room people that never even played it for us. We had people just driving in out of town to go to school at Independence because of the cameras we had so much drama going on that we had a bad nucleus. And so it became over, it, in, it over-indidated the whole program and it fucked us up. And uh, that's why we went two and eight. We lost every single day of the week. And seventh day takes care of itself. You're going to lose on game day. Just trying to tell you. Uh, Alan was, man, I ne- that's one cat I didn't have to worry about was Alan. And you know, the cold part is I would never put Alan on the spot to ask him what happened either because real recognizes real. You, you know who to pull aside to ask about what happened and you know who not to. See, I, first of all, Alan's never going to snitch on nobody, number one. Number two, though, if you're a great coach that understands his kids, you know not, never to put that kid in that position with his peers, I would never even ask Alan in front of nobody or even his own self. Hey, dog, is Malik in there tripping? Who's doing this? Who's doing that? You got to know how to do this thing. And Brian Kelly just showed his ass last night how fake he was. You think the players are going to listen to that motherfucker? 
come on, man. So I would never put anybody in that spot. But I did know who to go after and talk to. And I did have people all over that place. And Alan will tell you, I had a camera feed from the dorm room right in my motherfucking office on my phone. I had cats that were in liquor stores trying to steal bottles. And the manager's calling me like, coach. And I'm like, dog, I texted a cat. And I'm like, you know, I'm watching you right now, right? And they're like, what you mean? I go, take the bottle out your drawers and put it back and get the fuck out of there. Oh, shit. <laughs> that shit they don't know and they don't show. That's protecting your kids, but to a certain extent. Oh, yeah. You know, I had all those videos. Come on, dog. Alan, you know. And Alan, the cool part is when you win, it's unbelievable because I had the cops. My, this is a real story. I'm going to tell you some shit right now that nobody knows, all right? And I'm going to put it in my new book and my new fucking documentary if I ever do one. I had the sheriff of the town who later tried to give me eight felonies that all you guys know about that I just beat. I had the sheriff come to my class, to my office. And Alan may remember this, but the good year, Alan, when we won it all, we were up in uh, Highland, and we had to play on a Sunday because of a, a, a lightning storm. So we had to stay an extra night. Well, needless to say, one of our players, I won't say no names, Alan knows who, had a bunch of weed delivered from California to our dorm. Well, guess what? He thought it would be cool because we'd be back Saturday night to collect the weed. Well, we had stormed out. We had to stay another night. Now I know why that motherfucker had a horrible-ass game that next day. But anyway, we get back, and the whole entire dorm room smells like straight-up kush, fucking purple kush, chronic, whatever the fuck you all call it now. The good shit, right? And they intercepted it. And it was about, it was a couple pounds. So we're obviously, we're like eight and one or some shit. The, the fucking sheriff comes in my office and gives me the pound of weed. This is the sheriff who later tries to arrest, or not even, never arrested me, but, but lied on the stand about me. <laughs> I can't wait to sue them motherfuckers. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. So this motherfucker tried to give me the weed and throw it under the rug. I said, no, 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 motherfucker. You think I'm okie doke the fucking fool? Keep that shit. And I'm going to cut the motherfucker that it was for. And this ain't motherfucking Miami fucking 30 for 30, motherfucker. You ain't getting me caught up. You think I'm boo-boo the fool? Keep your weed, motherfucker. And I, guess what happens when that cop gives you the pound of weed? You now owe him something. I ain't owing nobody nothing, motherfucker. Your motherfucker's going to owe me. Crooked-ass motherfucking cop. Then he wants to fucking try to arrest me later in life, throw me under the bus. Motherfucker, please. I can't wait to get back. You know, hey, dog, it's all good. We'll see how it all ends up. It's crazy how winning solves everything. I'm trying to tell you, winning, and you get all kind of cats to fucking do shit crazy. 
But is what it is. Who, who, see, when you're from the hood, I was telling Pat earlier, when you're from the hood, you learn things that they teach you in the military. And people teach, people come to me about this military training shit. And they're like, oh man, do you know about this? And I go, nah, I never, I never got military training, but I actually knew that already. They're like, how do you know that? I go, well, when you grow up in Compton, you know not to pull up and and be closer to a car, be closer than two car lengths from the car in front of you at the motherfucking red light. How'd you know that? Because I've seen cats get smoked at the at the fucking red light, motherfucker. It's called it's called street life. What the fuck you mean? Well, there's a flip side to it, and it also means when you go to Lowe's or. Home Depot or wherever you go to shop and you got a decent car or even if it's a shitty car. But if you paid for that motherfucker, you deserve to have the right to protect it. Do you not? Okay. So a little life lesson. Don't get within two car lengths of a car in front of you at a red light. Make sure you can go left or right wherever you are in that situation. A. Okay. Have you guys have you guys not noticed the social media um, videos of cats running up on cats, taking girls and wives and females and ladies with their babies and everything, taking their jewelry, gunpoint? This is happening in L.A. a lot right now. It's happening all over right now. Um, by the way, it's happening all over right now. And don't get caught up. And don't let me catch you trying to catch someone up because, motherfucker, you, it'll be your last motherfucking one. But I'm just going to tell you, keep two-car distance. Make sure you can go left or right. And I'm going to give you some more game, some more free game, all right? Um... When you go to Lowe's, Home Depot, or wherever, the mall, and you got a nice whip, and you want to make sure it's cool, how many of y'all do this? Take a picture of the license plates next to both, both, both sides of your car. Take a picture of the fucking license plate to your left, the license plate to your right. Why? Why, coach? Why you do that? How many of you motherfuckers come back and your shit got scratched, got hit in the motherfucking by a car, a door, or whatever, and you're fucked now, right? And not me, motherfucker. I'm get, I'm gonna make sure I find your bitch ass car, whoever parked next to my motherfucking ass, and hit my shit. I got your license plate number, motherfucker. And I'm gonna find out if it's yours. And if it ain't you, cool. But I'm gonna find out because I'm gonna look at the paint on your shit, and I'm gonna look at the paint on your car, and I'm gonna make sure it's not the paint on my car. Now you could got if you want to stay above board you know like i will nowadays you know uh, 20 years ago i might not have been this way but now i'll contact insurance <laughs> 20 years ago i would have contacted my own insurance see i used to never have i never paid for insurance but please please believe i had insurance <laughs> i had motherfucking insurance so especially now that i got this fucking maserati this fucking Maserati, dog. I, I, first of all, I try to park away from everybody. But if I have to park by something, 
I'm making sure you hit that shit, motherfucker. I got your license plate, motherfucker. Um, see, Wolfgang, your wife didn't do that shit. Now you got a dent, dog. Fucked up. You would have. You would have listened to Coach JB's game. You'd be cool. Hey, you guys want some slapdick whiskey? Make sure you guys check out my website, CoachJBStore.com, and get you some. It is for sale for the holidays. Get you some. You go right there, hit buy now, goes to the website, and you could get you some slapdick whiskey. Bam, right there. And also, if you guys want a bully, you already know the deal. Go to slapdickbullies.org, get you guys. I got two puppies. Bailey is the mama. Bonham is the daddy of the Trimural. And you guys have seen Instagram. You guys already know the deal. Um, so go check it out. Anyway, my Instagram is down because they deleted my motherfucking ass. And uh, so now I got to deal with some more bullshit. Um, Joey, you don't even need my, no Coke with my whiskey, dog. You drink it straight up. Neat. It is that fire. Um, anyway, let me get back to my process. I don't know, man. I got approached by Amazon Prime for a documentary, and I just don't know what's going on yet. I got so many things going on. Unfortunately, I don't know if you guys heard about the Michigan shooter, the football player who saved the day, was a hero, got killed in the process. Uh, pretty fucked up. Um, unfortunate that we still have we have our safest haven, which we're growing up was our safest spot as parents, right? Taking our kids to school, thinking school was our safe haven. And now we're getting school shootings like crazy. And the kid's mom is on record saying, I'm not mad at you, son. You, you should have just not got caught. <laughs> I don't know, but apparently she's on the run. The parents are on the run now. And uh I don't know who believes it or not. Um I don't really care about who believes what I got to say, but the bottom line is we only know what we know and don't know what we don't know. And you can't tell me that certain things in this world are learned behaviors. They're learned traits. They're taught in the household. And if you tell me they're not, then he must not have a household. He's living, he's learning it on the street. So you're telling me he's been on the street since he was in diapers and grown up on the street. See, I grew up on the street since I was about 11 years old. That's pretty fucking young. I also was around the biggest dope dealers in the United States history, the most gang banged out cats you've ever seen in your life. And why in the fuck did I go right at the stop sign and not make a left like I could have? So you can't sit here and tell me, oh, it's mental health, coach. Shut the fuck up. It's mental weakness, like I always say. There ain't no fucking mental health. You're mentally weak and a follower, motherfucker. You're a weak 
minded follower that wants to please your homies and you can't tell them no. You don't have enough nuts to say, fuck you. I'm doing my own thing. I'm going to go play hoops. I'm going to go football. I'm going to go fucking karate. I'm going to do whatever it is I'm going to do. But I ain't going to slang dope with you, and I ain't going to smoke this cat or hit this lick. I'm a leader, not a follower. Period. We have way too many followers now, dog, and there's too many passengers, not enough pilots. I'm just telling you. I said that wrong. We got too many pilots, not enough passengers. It's just like the old saying, we got too many chiefs, not enough Indians. You can't have good coaching staffs. If you have too many chiefs, okay, there can only be one chief. There can only be one pilot. You can't have too many pa- you can't have too many pilots out here fucking driving the car when they these passengers have yet to learn how to drive them. You're anointing these kids and these young people and giving them the keys to the vehicle before you they ever learn how to drive in traffic, dog. It's fucking follow the leader. You motherfuckers all are followers. I don't give a fuck. The kid learned how to carry a gun to school, period. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I just woke up and I, uh, coach, it's, 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 it's allowed in this state. Like, shut the fuck up. If the kid has to have a gun, dog, he shouldn't be in school, A. If he's that fucking fearful for his life, okay, A. B. If everybody thinks that way, then we're just going to have Wild Wild West on the street. (laughs) Like, dog, you guys are fucking clueless. And I'm just telling you, you wonder why we're fucking divided around this motherfucker? Shit. It's, It's why Montana State quarterback, who played all year, left his brothers and teammates and said, fuck you, I'm entering the portal, and we're in a playoff run. (laughs) Holy shit, dog. (sighs) This is how sad it is. UCLA player enters the transfer portal and he's transferred to Arkansas State University. (laughs) Listen, I got no problem with Arkansas State. All right. Great institution. KD was there. Allen played with Allen. KD on the show. Obviously, you guys know. He went there. But why are we transferring? Let's just keep it real. Addition by subtraction. If I'm UCLA, I just added by subtracting. Because you can't play for me, dog. Good luck. But you just left UCLA, a top five academic institution in America, that's going to get, say, your name on a UCLA diploma, degree. To go to Arkansas State in the middle of fuck nowhere. You're leaving Westwood, California to go to fuck middle of nowhere, Arkansas for a lesser degree, lesser competition because you are so weak minded that you can't finish what you started at a power five program. Coach, you're not playing, man. That's a you problem, dog. It ain't me. It ain't my problem. That's a you fucking problem. That's a nuts and guts problem. That's a competitive edge problem that our parents, coaches, administrators, and kids 
face today. It's unbelievable. Jonesboro, I think, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you, dog. If I sign, if UCLA signed me on a scholarship to play football. Now, mind you, I'm a, I'm an LA cat, but I don't give a fuck if, where I was from. I'm not going to Jonesboro. I love Jonesboro. It's a cool little town to go through, and I've I recruited a few kids out of the area. But dog, <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> If you can't play at UCLA, then you shouldn't have went to UCLA because there's no such thing as decommitment, motherfucker. You committed there. Now go stick it out. <sighs> Just telling you, it's unbelievable, man. I know 22-year-olds that are leaving UCLA with a degree. And getting fucking hundred thousand dollar jobs like crazy right now. So, four hundred ninety four players have entered the portal since last week, Alan. That's just unbelievable. It's continuing. We're over two thousand again in the portal. We already know there's been ten thousand kids in the portal of all school, all sports. Um, that's a true pandemic, in my opinion. Um, but it is what it is. Um, Aaron Rodgers and the AB thing is kind of a controversial topic, all right? It's not controversial to me. I'm going to keep it real, whatever it is, and I don't give a fuck if you're white, black, blue, or purple. I'm going to defend what's right. AB has a track record of being a shitbird. Aaron Rodgers does not. Okay, let's just start there. Number one, let's just start there. Don't go to anything else, color, race, creed, nothing. Start right there. Boom. Aaron Rodgers lied to the public recently and tried to be a smartass about his vaccination Etc. Etc. Might have put some people at risk. What have you? All right. He was fined, which I think was a bullshit deal. I think he should have been suspended a game, possibly, because of his interaction with his teammates and other players. That's why I have the issue. Because if you lie to the public and you're supposed to have it, then it's one thing. The thing that clears Aaron Rodgers is the NFL didn't mandate it. Because Kirk Cousins don't have one, and either did RG, I mean, either did Lamar Jackson, either did Cam Newton, either did Carson Wentz. They didn't have a vaccine either, because it wasn't mandated. You didn't have to have it. But in Tampa, you have to have a vaccination card, and you had to get vaccinated. And he lied, and he said he did. It was fake. He bought it. And he's no longer relevant, and he didn't pay his chef, apparently, is the rumor. And his chef turned him in. <laughs> well, AB has a track record of not only doing shitbird things at a very high level, he's continued to do it over and over and over and over. I would have cut A.B. if I was Bruce Arians. There's no reason. He hasn't played in six weeks any motherfucking way. And I believe there's something bigger to it. I don't think, I think they already knew this. I think they kept him out. And so they didn't have any fines or take any discipline by the league as a, you know, as a, uh, as a, uh, organization i think they knew this. I think they're waiting to cut him. I think A.B. is going to be cut again. And I think it's done. I think he's done. I don't know how many times you can get fucking enough. How many chances can you fucking get? 
AB has reached the threshold. I don't understand why the motherfucker keeps getting chances, but shitbird's a shitbird, man. You know, a leopard spots do not change, man. They don't change. You read my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. When you reach shitbird status, there ain't no coming back to being a fuckstick and a slapdick, dog. You are cooked. I can get you back to being a slapdick if you're a fuckstick. But if you hit shitbird, I can't do nothing for you, dog. I can't get you back. You've, you've, you've went to the point of no return. I cannot get you back. Josh Gordon, another one. Kareem Hunt, another one. There is a list of these motherfuckers. And you know what it does? It is the biggest platform for our young brothers and sisters out here who fucking look up to these dudes and see them continuing to do fuckery and get away with it. And you wonder why our society's so fucked up and why we got motherfuckers out here looting everywhere and taking people's shit, robbing motherfuckers broad daylight in restaurants with guns and dog. It's fucked up. It's unfortunate. But. And Josh Gordon, dog, I, I truly believe you reap what you sow. Josh Gordon can't even catch a fucking hitch ball right now. He looks horrible. Like, I wouldn't have brought that motherfucker back. In other news, Seahawks signed Adrian Peterson. He was with the Titans briefly, and uh, the Seahawks signed him. I think Adrian Peterson's days are numbered. He's old as shit. He looks very old out there. Running backs, if you look, I told you guys, Saquon Barkley. What did I tell you guys on, on Pat McAfee's show week one? I believe he's done. I said it week one on Pat McAfee's show. It's been fucking 15 weeks ago. What does Saquon Barkley look like and done this year? I believe that McCaffrey is in the same boat. He's an injury waiting to happen. You can't bank on him playing for your team. Inju running backs are sh the most short-lived position in the NFL. Period. And unfortunately, it is what it is. Oh, you hating on him? I'm not hating on him. Some dude told me today, he was like, Coach, I finally agree with something you said. You finally gave credit to a coaching staff and an organization for hiring a coach. No, I'm not. <laughs> I always speak positive about people. It's just if it's the truth and you can't handle the truth, you don't like it and you think it's personal. No, motherfucker. I always say positive shit. If it's positive and it's and, and it's and it's for your benefit, you think it's positive for you, it might not be positive for you, dog, because it's the truth. But the truth shall set you free, dog. Just telling you, you can't handle the truth. Don't take it personal. This ain't personal. This is just business. This is just real shit. This ain't no fake ass shit. <sighs> Cam Newton Allen is is times done too, dog. He he just he can't throw a ball to save his life accurately. He's struggling. Sometimes, dog, it's just your body takes a toll. Um big college weekend, obviously. Big NFL weekend. Starts tonight. Oregon, Utah, here in a couple hours. Big game here on the West Coast. Um, 
I picked Oregon to win last time they played two weeks ago, and Utah mud stomped them. I think Utah's going to win again. I just think nuts and guts are going to show. I think Mario Cristobal Allen, I'm hearing, is going to possibly leave for Miami, where he's from. If he does that, he's going to be another cat. I'm just telling you. Um, I would never leave Oregon for Miami right now. Not with the facilities, not with Nike. Oregon's got too much. Uh, he's get, he can recruit L.A. He's getting the top kids. He just got to get better at quarterback. I don't understand why Oregon's so shitty at quarterback. I can't believe it. And, and, and why are we taking transfer quarterbacks that are average at Oregon? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Why do you have an average shitty quarterback? Like, why we can't recruit a fucking legit-ass Stroud, fucking Bryce? Why we can't get one of them motherfuckers to Oregon? <laughs> like, what? I don't know, man. This just blows my mind, dog. Anyway. How does the Memphis Grizzlies win by 73 points in the NBA? By the way, the team they beat by 73 last night without John Morant, without some of their starters, OKC Thunder beat the Lakers twice this year. (laughs) All right, Justin Beatty. He said, I got Saquon Barkley fucked up. I, maybe I did because he's fucked up. <laughs> he ain't playing, is he? Is he balling? Is Saquon bald? <laughs> See, another person, Justin Beatty, who takes it personal when it's just the truth. It's the truth. Saquon Barkley's done. I'm sorry. He's done. I have no personal vendetta against Saquon Barkley. <laughs> the truth hurts, dog. If that's your team and your fucking player in your fantasy league, I'm sorry to ruffle your feathers. Saquon Barkley is fucking average at best. He can't finish a game. He can't take on 20 carries. And Justin just wanted a shout out. That's 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 the life. That's the society we live in now. So you know, there's no such thing as bad words anymore. Um, pay, Patriots Bills play for the first time at the next. I think they play twice in the next four weeks. Um, you know, I think the Bills are 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 really digressing, just like the Cowboys have, just like the Rams have. I've never seen an NFL season where nobody's really separating themselves. New England's coming on strong now. Um, we'll see what happens. Dog, Brad Jewett, I just want to give you a little heads up, okay? For somebody that had a cup of tea, for somebody that has an agent, somebody that has a lot of NFL players, a lot of, somebody that deals with this, please listen to what I'm telling you. The average NFL running back is already done playing by the time he's 24, bruh. <laughs> so don't say, I'm calling it too quickly. He's 24. Just so you know, the average NFL life expectancy in running back lifespan is a year and a half, two years, bruh. Why do you think running backs go in the sixth, seventh round? Why do you don't think they go in the first round anymore? Unless he's a special specimen. Because they're a dime a dozen. 
Look at the running backs producing right now. Jonathan Taylor was thought to be an average six-round running back. (laughs) So he's balling right now. But I'm just telling you, next year you'll have a different running back. When is the last time you've seen a running back continue to be the best in the NFL year in and year out? Henry has been that guy for the last few years. And he's hurt right now. No, I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not trying to knock nobody. These cats can't continue to take the brunts anymore. And I don't know about y'all, but motherfuckers don't want to listen to me when I talk about the concussion thing and the CT and all this old shit. But why can Eric Dickerson and fucking Bo Jackson and fucking Earl Campbell and Walter Payton and Barry Sanders and Emmett Smith and Adrian Peterson for about eight years and LaDainian Tomlinson, why were they always in the top two and three rushing every year for five, six, seven, eight years in a row and never missed seasons? Adrian Peterson missed one season, blew his knee out, came back and won MVP the next year. He's now hit father time, right? We all know Adrian Peterson's done. Derrick Henry doesn't have a long life in this thing. I'm just telling you, that's the business, man. But it is completely softer now in a softer league with less hitting and more rules than it was when it was bang, bang, no mouthpiece, no thigh pad, fucking rock your shit, and we still played every single fucking game every single fucking year. (laughs) Now we can't even get through a season, and we got soft pussy rules, and now we got CTE and fucking concussion this and this and that. Dog, why we didn't have that shit when we had 20 pounds more gear and less, and it was shittier gear, way thinner gear, way shittier helmets, supposedly. Do you know that I used to have a fucking air, a bike air helmet? All right, just so we're clear. That's how old I go back. You know, I never had a concussion. I never had a fucking concussion. We got all these two $5,000 helmets now, and motherfuckers got concussions every single day. It's a money scam, dog. The helmets were better when I played. You can't tell me that. Now these big old fucking alien-looking helmets. Who wants to play in this helmet like a motherfucker, like an alien and the predator are about to square off? Motherfucker, have you seen Aaron Rodgers' helmet? That motherfucker's like this. That motherfucker looks like a straight-up Tyra Banks forehead-looking motherfucker. Her, the, the helmets are so fucked up. Man, please. You can't sell me on that shit. It's a scam, dog. It's about it's it's to look pretty. Let's look pretty. I'm just telling you, dog. Hey. The cold part about it is you had four concussions. I don't know what you played, Chelsea, but the truth of the matter is women's soccer have more concussions than football players have. Women's softball it has more concussions than in a, than football players. And it's crazy because uh, people don't realize, dog, I played and I don't not, I don't, I didn't play with a lot of motherfuckers that had concussions. You know how you got concussions? 
just because I was part of this whole thing and went through this whole thing for NFL workers' compensation money that I got paid. If you take out your mouthpiece and you hit your head on the ground, you know what you, how you get a concussion? Your jaw does that. It concusses your your jaw, your teeth go together. Bam, bam. And that's jaw, that jars your brain and you get a concussion that way. If you wore a mouthpiece, it tremendously cut back on concussions. Troy Aikman, Steve Young had a, a couple years there where they were getting fucking concussed every single game. You know, either one of them wore a mouthpiece because they tried to talk, audible, communicate at the line of scrimmage. They never wore a mouthpiece. Those two got concussed more than anybody. See, I wore a mouthpiece, dog. I went to the dentist. I got a custom one. Heated that bitch up. Fucking molded it in. I could talk with it. I could take it out a little bit, put it back in, though. But I always had a mouthpiece, dog. I wasn't playing that shit because I knew what concussed you. My mom was a doctor, number one, so I knew when your jaw fucking comes together and your teeth rattle together and come together you're going to get a concussion when your head hits the ground you're going to get a concussion it also happened when cats were not wearing thigh pads and when your head hits the femur bone in a human body the largest bone in the body you're going to probably get concussed too motherfucker but nobody knows the facts everybody thinks they're biomechanics and Got kinesis majors. By the way, behind me, I got a couple masters in kinesiology. My mom's a doctor. I understand a lot of this shit that you guys don't think I know about. Sorry, it's true. Plus, on Tuesdays in the NFL, they actually teach you a lot of this shit, and you kind of know what causes it and what doesn't. And <laughs> there is a lot of fucking softness going on now, and every single excuse in the book is either mental health or a concussion. <sighs> just trying to tell you. I'll call JB. You're just uh, da, 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 right, whatever. <laughs> um, great slate. College football starts tonight. Oregon, um, Utah, and then tomorrow we got the Bama, Georgia, Michigan, Iowa, Oklahoma State, Baylor. Uh, you know, we're going to see – Cream rises to the top, dog. And we're going to see what happens. So, who knows? Um, but it's a big weekend, and hopefully, uh, addition by subtraction won't happen because of you. Hopefully, we don't get better because you left, motherfucker. That's what people don't get. There is a such thing as addition by subtraction. And I truly believe it. And I don't give a fuck if you're at a Fortune 500 company or selling cars. I truly believe that there is addition by subtraction by getting rid of a shit bird. And I think AB needs to motherfucking go. I think there's a bunch of motherfuckers out there that are shit birds. Gordon, rid of his motherfucking ass. He ain't even performing. You can't be a shit bird and not be good. <laughs> it's a fucking oxymoron too. It is a word. It's a contradicting as fuck. You can't be shitty and be a shit bird. Alan, can you? Alan, is that not the most common thing I used to say to the team? Don't be a shit bird and be shitty, motherfucker. You better make some fucking plays. If you, for every fucking shit bird act you make, you better make five plays. 
or I'm cutting your motherfucking ass. That was just my rule. But anyway, they don't talk about that. Has anybody seen the two, the Pop Warner youth video and a football? There's like, they're like seven, eight years old kids. The kid scores um, a touchdown and the opponent, the, the, the opponent is chasing them. And then the kid starts dancing in the end zone. And then the opponent came and started dancing with the kid. Now, listen, they're kids. And you're going to be like, coach, come on, they're kids. And da, 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 da. It ain't the kids, dog, that I'm tripping on, okay? We already know we're in a soft-ass fucking environment in the soft-ass generation. The issue is that when I played Pop Warner, there was no fucking way that I was going to dance with you after you scored. (laughs) I'm just telling you, I can't dance with you if you score. I don't give a fuck if I'm five years old. My dad taught me when I was a little kid that we're supposed to win whatever we played. And if it was chugging a beer, then we're supposed to win at chugging a beer. Like, does anyone have any, like, dudes, any guys in this room? Like, no offense, women. But do you want to be shitty or average at fucking? Or do you want to be the best? <laughs> like, put that shit in perspective, dog. I don't want to be shitty ass fuck. Motherfucker, just the gr- women in the room. Do you want to be a shitty ass lay or a good one? Like, let's keep it real. Motherfuckers don't put it shit in perspective. When you put it that way, coach, then yeah, shit. I don't want to be clowned in the hood by this broad that said I'm got a little dick and I can't stroke. <laughs> Come on, dog. You motherfuckers is you guys are fooling yourself. But then you got cancel culture. Let's cancel these motherfuckers. Let's get rid of them. So daddy don't want to be tabbed as a weak fuck. Either does mom. But we want to tell our kids to dance with the opponents and party with them when they just fucked us figuratively and beat our ass. <laughs> it makes a lot of motherfucking sense. See, you motherfuckers don't think out the box, dog. You don't think that way. Oh, coach, you're too crude. You're rude. You cuss. Just so you know, motherfuckers that cuss. We're the most genuine motherfuckers you ever meet. And we'll give you the shirt off our back. Please believe it. Don't listen to my fucking words, motherfucker. Don't listen to the tone. Hear the message. Hear the message, motherfucker. Don't listen to the tone. One hit a quitter, Dan, no doubt. One peas up, one streets oak. <laughs> You're an asshole, dude. You beat up your son, dude. I fuck you up. Oh, that's what I'm trying to say, Lucy. Anyway, hey, I got some construction going on in the backyard. I got all these fucking dogs. I'm trying to get Doughboy at home. A um, lot of shit going on. So, my Instagram got deleted. Anybody out there know about uh, Instagram? I'm not paying $4,000, though. So he could eat a dick up until he hiccup. I ain't giving a motherfucking no $4,000.
Um, anyways, it's crazy how I get texts by D1 coaches asking for favors. Motherfucker, I ain't giving no favors no more. I only get paid. I don't even talk to you unless you pay me, motherfucker. So, no, I'm not talking to you for shit. Pay me, and then I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, I don't know. They deleted my Instagram dog and it's fucking bullshit. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm not too hard pressed on trying to get it back. There's less drama for me, but I did have a lot of shit in there that I would like to fucking see what's in there because for my dogs and shit, I mean, I did have like 60,000 people following me and it was a verified account. So I think it's pretty chicken shit to delete it. Apparently, though, out there for all you guys that just take it from me, I'm the sacrificial lamb. There's a new app out there that some haters can get a hold of if they don't like you. And it's called a reporting bot. Whatever the fuck a bot is, you guys probably know. A bot reporter is it takes all your posts and it throws it to Instagram as a violation and then when they see a million violations hit them, they automatically delete your account. Apparently, Instagram has a flaw in their system. You can't speak to Instagram. They won't talk to you. There's no humans that apparently work at Facebook and Instagram. So uh, you're kind of fucked. Instagram's kind of fuck. They fuck you. and They fuck you. So I'm just telling you. Um, so it is what it is. But isn't Zuckerberg the guy that owns it and fucking, you know, hey, you know, I bet you Russia don't get their fucking Instagram snatched. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. Hey, I appreciate everybody, man. And I'll see you Monday, 2 p.m. on the West Coast. Have a good weekend. Be safe. I don't want to have anybody that's not in this show on Monday or not now and not on this show on Monday. So that means come back alive and don't be a fuck stick and don't be a shit bird. Real Coach JB. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. It's the last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.